Huge episode in store for you guys today. First off, we're going to cover the big, big story of the day. Tucker Carlson is ousted from Fox News. According to the official reports, they've agreed to part ways, Tucker and Fox News. But we're going to theorize as to why exactly that happened. We're going to give our take, our analysis, and our commentary on that. And we're also going to theorize about what we think Tucker will do in the future, where he's going to go, what he's going to do, all of that stuff. Then we're going to cover Donald Trump's appearance on the Full Send podcast. This was his second appearance on that podcast. We're going to cover the things that he talked about, things that we liked and things that we disliked about his appearance on Full Send. Then we're going to discuss something crazy Well, at least from our perspective, something crazy that Michael Noe said when he appeared on the Whatever podcast. It's a brief moment that took place that has Michael Noe's appearing to be on the side of a bunch of bimbos. And that's just sad. And we're going to cover that moment. And then we're going to briefly talk about two other things that took place. Just like Tucker got ousted. From Fox, Don Lemon was ousted from CNN, but before he was ousted, he was put in his place by presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. We're going to discuss that, and we're also going to cover briefly a debate that took place between Twitch streamer Destiny and political pundit Milo Yiannopoulos. That's a whole lot to cover. So let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter, and you can read an article that I wrote before. It's called Tucker Carlson, the Four-Star General of the Culture War. It's pretty relevant considering today's topic. Um, but yeah, but... Excellent article, if I may add. Uh, thank you. Uh, but yeah, so you could go to our website. You can also donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch or read an article. Um yeah, so uh, that's not the traditional intro, but but it, it was worth mentioning at that moment because I feel like that article is pretty relevant, especially considering today's probably like the most important segment of today's episode, even though like all the segments that we're going to cover are interesting and important, but that's yeah. probably the most important segment of today's episode. But yeah, anyway, uh, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. Um, if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip hop, go to any major music streaming <clears throat> platform, type in audio apes. Our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, you could give us a five star review. It helps us out a lot. If you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about, share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms and if you want to help us stay independent, you could go to our website and donate an amount of your choosing. So, a whole lot to cover today. Um, 
I guess we could start with the the bombshell news of Tucker Carlson being ousted from Fox News. I was sleeping earlier and <laughs> I had woke up to a text from you from uh, the breaking 911 Twitter account. So I look at that. I was I was in disbelief that said that uh, Tucker and Fox News part ways. It said, I think the headline was Tucker out at Fox. Um, and then instantly I jumped on Twitter and I see a bunch of people talking about it. And it turned out to be true. <laughs> and it was hard to believe. It, it, it was hard to believe it because basically it would be, it would have been the equivalent of, I don't know, like, the Cavaliers with LeBron in his prime. Just one day you wake up and they say the Cavaliers cut LeBron. Yeah, it would. It was. It's literally the equivalent of that. Like I don't understand. Like why? Why your biggest guy, the yeah. the top dog, the highest That's rated like, show? Yeah. It's like in '94. We're like, well, the Bulls part ways with Michael Jordan. What the fuck? Yeah. Wait, but you guys can win more championships. Yeah. What are you? Oh, all right. Yeah, that was definitely the sentiment. Um, <laughs> and then, obviously, on Twitter, and you know, people talking about it, the 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 rumor <clears throat> mill starts to 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 circulate, and you get all these people theorizing and and expressing rumors as to like why he was gone. Now, one of the rumors that I heard it was because of the the. The Dominion defamation lawsuit settlement. Yeah. But that was a little bit hard to believe considering that Tucker was not the only one to have ever like brought up that yeah. Dominion stuff. Hannity talked about it. Laura Ingram talked about it. So And honestly, it's a legitimate, legitimate question. Journalism isn't about Oh, I'm saying this because I think I'm right. I'm saying this because a lot of people are talking about this. So yeah. let's look into it. I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with that to question something, right? And so, and and so, I, I I didn't I didn't know how true that was, but it didn't it didn't feel true. It didn't it didn't feel legit, especially considering that there were other hosts and anchors on Fox that had talked about it and and yeah. talked about it more. In fact, so you know i don't know it could be that but it it just it it just doesn't feel like that that's the reason um and then for it to happen so abruptly it's yeah. not like he got a send off it wasn't it's it's not a a, a ceremonious parting of ways yeah. it's just like yeah you're 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 done um what do you just before we get any deeper into it? What do you think happened, or do you have any theories? Or <clears throat> well, they're saying well, we were watching a video in post production, in pre production. Uh, uh, yeah, did I say post production? Oh yeah, we haven't reached post production. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> a pre production. Um, Murdoch was behind it. Uh, the, it could have been the January six coverage. Coverage. Yeah. Um. We don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. It had to have been something idealistic. I'll say that because you don't give rid of your cash cow yeah. of the of the MVP of your network because this is all bad news for Fox News. That's why their stock went plummeted. 
and this is all great news for 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 Tucker because Tucker's already made himself. So all like people people are are going to be fighting bidding for him big time Th- that's even if he wants to 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 go on a platform perhaps he wants to start something new or or or, or more independent like we don't know what route he's going to take i think because of just how big he is i think it does serve him to go to another platform to to take kind of to go to a platform where where he'll have a little bit more independence but still like they have the logistics of being a platform yeah not like building something from scratch kind of like yeah yeah because that's a whole nother that's a whole other capacity like when you have to build something from scratch and be the talent yeah versus it's like the platform is there now with something that i found very interesting tucker's top producer also left and like that's something that like uh you're not seeing in the headlines but but i've i've uh been able to follow up on that news his top producer has also left so i don't know if that was a case of the top producer leaving on his own or or he was also fired but but he also left so that could be like a, a circumstance where this guy is like well wherever tucker goes i go i'm out yeah and there, you know, there could be big money because it could be a, a situation where Tucker might have told the guy, "Hey, come with me. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. Whatever the case." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean that 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 is also good news for Tucker because, like, obviously the production staff was doing an amazing job because he had an amazing show, and. A lot of people don't give credit to the people in the back, but we understand because we've been in in, in that. Obviously, not in that capacity, not in that huge capacity, but on a way smaller scale, been where we're we're in the production aspect of things. Not always on the camera, not always yeah. on the mic, and it's like it takes a lot to get something rolling, and it's the the pre production of shit that like really will send a a good production and therefore a good post-production uh to move forward so it's like if he leaves you're leaving and and he goes where tucker goes like you still have that that you know like the chemistry everything is going to be still cohesive and then you could just kind of build from there so that, that i think that also is good news for tucker if that's the reason i'm not sure we're definitely going to find out a lot more uh, as yeah. the days pass, I think right now he's probably just kind of because even in, in uh, pre-production we were seeing that he he changed some of his us uh, like uh, bi- his bio Twitter, Twitter bio yeah. yeah Twitter bio was a little bit more tro- trollish then he's like hey uh, he has, he has an email list for the people that want to keep up to what he does next so he obviously yeah, has a plan yeah 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 and it makes a lot of sense now if you think about it why he was on the Nelk Boys perhaps he saw this coming. And started taking kind of like, you know what, I'm going to have fun and I'm going to start, you know, talking to people and, well, and showing the real me. Well, you know, it's interesting you mentioned his appearance with the Nelk Boys on Full Send Podcast because I don't know if you remember when we covered that, which <clears throat> it's interesting because I remember, I don't know if you said it on air, but I know you definitely told me how you felt like that interview was a great cultural moment and like 
you felt like thus far it would it was the interview of the year and like you compared that to the same sentiment that you got from when you watched the Shia LaBeouf and uh and John Bernathal yes. interview like yeah. it was like that level of greatness yeah and it was it, it was a really good it was a really good interview and I remember when we covered that like I said I don't know if you said that on air but I know you told me that yeah and um but I remember when we covered that I did say on the on the episode that seeing Tucker in that capacity of being a little bit more loose and and less rigid and and um not to say that he's ever inauthentic but the authenticity of just being able to speak freely yeah yeah and 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 off the cuff and unscripted i was totally able to see that tucker can do what he does on a different forum and maybe with a different format and still be successful yeah yeah i i that's like one of the most prominent things that that spoke to me about that interview is like yeah this guy could yeah, he's could just do down it. earth yeah he could do it yeah it doesn't have to be on fox Some he doesn't people, have yeah. to be a mainstream media host and, and exactly and, and, and he'll still be able to draw a crowd some people just have that type of charisma and uh and way about them where they'll they're just gonna shine yeah and, and he definitely has yeah. that yeah and he actually uh, had that presidentialness to him like in the sense of like the down to earthness, like that that you want that you relate to as a person, which is which is wild. You say that because I'm sure you've seen on Twitter all the people that say, "Oh, well, Trump now should know who his his VP." Oh, yeah. oh dude, <laughs> it's interesting. Imagine, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't see that. No, no I, I don't, I don't see, see that. Um, I think, I I think Tucker knows that he's more. His voice is more valuable. In, in a media capacity, I feel that he echoed that too, right? Or no? And on the interview, I feel they asked him something like that. And he he said like, "I kind of am happy where I'm at." Yeah, I feel like I I, I would have to watch the interview again, but uh, or maybe that was just something I, I I got the feeling of when he was talking. Like, this is his realm. This is where he wants to be. And I mean, shit. By all means, stay there because you're great at it. Like when you're that good. You know you don't want to. You don't want to watch Tom Brady shooting basketballs. Like yeah. no, just go, go past the ball. You're a quarterback. And then also, also like the money aspect. Like I mean, we were just watching a, a, a clip from uh, the Benny Johnson show, and he showed something that Tim Pool said. Where like, where Tim Pool believes Tucker could go anywhere he wants and get a hundred million dollars. Yeah, you know and. I think there's truth to that. Like yeah. I, I, I could easily see Rumble offering Tucker a contract. I could easily see the Daily Wire. Yeah. What we saw uh, in in pre-production, Glenn Beck basically offered him a contract on air. Yeah, you know, we didn't we didn't get the details of it, but he basically told him like, "Fuck with me one time." I yeah. could totally see that. The Daily Wire, Rumble, um, uh. Yeah, yeah. I could see Spotify. I could see Spotify yeah. being like maybe doing some sort of like Joe Rogan-esque type of contract. Yeah. 
I, I think with that, with that though, with Spotify, they'd be like a uh, uh, there. You got your your subject to censorship m- more than you would at some of these other places, and then also. It'd probably be a little bit less than Joe Rogan money because Joe Rogan had his his platform set up already. I think yeah. what Tucker would need, like you mentioned previously, is to go to a place where the platform is more or less set up already. Yeah. So that would be like a a Blaze, Prager U or Daily Wire yeah. type of place. If he didn't want to be in charge yeah. of that. And Which even, in his position he doesn't have to. Be. Yeah, yeah. And even then, if he wants to be more in charge, maybe Rumble, but then it'll be a lot more work. Yeah, you basically got to go the route of a, of a Rogan or or Crowder where yeah. you 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 establish your own stuff. Which I feel Rumble would be a better option than Spotify in the sense of like we're not going to censor you because I this was something I didn't know until I watched the interview the the Trump interview with the Nelk Boys, which we'll get into later, but. Um, on Rumble, it's a longer one. It's the uncensored version. So, so they did, in a way, cut it mm-hmm. to kind of fit the YouTube, you know, uh, guidelines. Yeah. But it's like that's bad. That's a fre- breath of fresh air. That made me want to go watch it right away. But I was like, fuck, I gotta do other shit. But like, I wonder how many minutes yeah. longer it was. So Rumble, you won't have to worry about being censored. But then you will have to worry about the production. Kind of relies a lot more on you. Yeah, yeah, it's your thing, definitely. So, and and this, that's another thing too. Like when Crowder went, we don't know the details on like did they just say, hey, like you just we're gonna it's a partnership, but like you just do what you do. Like, yeah, what, we, what don't, the we don't know the yeah. details. I know, like he he promotes the hell out of Rumble, even yeah. on YouTube. Like you, because you still see him on YouTube, but he promotes the hell out of Rumble. So I don't know what the what the the conditions and the details of of the deal that he worked out with with rumble where where could where do you see tucker going if you had to take a guess and where would you like to see him go um I, well it would be kind of a crazy notion because, you know, Elon Musk has wanted to kind of move towards the content thing. Yeah. If Elon Musk could pull Tucker Carlson as as the number one the person ahead, the the Twitter media section or whatever, like however you're going to go, the content section, like content creator section, that'd be pretty wild. Yeah, that would. That would be. Especially considering that he just recently interviewed him. Yeah. So it's like, did they have a talk? You know, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. So so that that would be pretty interesting. I feel that would be the most interesting route. Um, I think he would fit well with the Daily Wire. Um, I don't know how big, how much well, I, I know the Blaze and Prager U are big. I don't know if they're Daily Wire big though. No, they're not. No, they're they're not as big as Daily Wire. So I feel that with them, it depends on the numbers. I, I guess I would have to see like what numbers they do. I could stuff see. Like that. I I could see. Like with the Blaze, because Glenn Beck said that him and Tucker are friends. Yeah. So the Blaze, to them, they might be like, well, we don't have Crowder anymore, 
but we're gonna get Tucker now. So fuck Crowder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we, they they that's something that they they might feel like they're able to get their lick back when it comes to that. Um so I could see that, but I definitely I don't think that would be as much money would be offered no. to Tucker. Like it, it, I I think the Daily Wire is could probably offer him the most money. Yes. Um, because yeah. because because I mean what they were going to offer Crowder was was a decent amount of money. Well, beyond decent. Uh, yeah. Amount of money. Uh. But then it's it really breaks down to like what the conditions are and and everything like that. Uh, surprisingly, I was watching uh, Valuetainment uh, on the Patrick Bed David podcast. They were talking about that situation, and it seemed like they're gonna make a play to get Tucker. Damn. Yeah, that I found that kind of interesting. And they all all the the four main guys they were on. You know, it was Patrick Bed David. Um, and I, I don't know the other guys' names, but but the the regulars, the regular yeah. guys, and they all <clears throat> were in agreement that Tucker would be a good fit yeah. at at Valuetainment because if you think about it, one thing Valuetainment it does have it has, especially now more and more you're seeing it, it has a a nice variety of content. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like you got like news commentary. But then you also have like Patrick Bet David has his solo stuff where like he'll do like um like it's like more on the motivational side of yeah. things. Then you have that uh podcast that the other guy has, I think it's called SOS, where like he'll have like Manosphere people on there. That's the one where like Greg Coach Greg Adams was on. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they have like a nice little dynamic going and a variety. So maybe they might be like, well, now we want to have something that's more like news centric, and yes. Tucker would be a good fit there, you know. So that would bring them over the top because they do they do have variety and it's very good content, and it's very like, and they rock with everybody. Yeah, like, they, you nobody could no nobody could. I you could tell that they lean a to, little bit more to the to right, right. Yeah, but but but, but they'll have anybody on their show. Yeah, and so. The variety and the type of people that they can bring, that that's a selling point. Because like we're not just right wing. Like we will bring left wingers. I'm here to talk to everybody, and you can interview these people, and we can you know make some with this. Like we could really like take it over the top. I actually like the idea of of him going to the Valuetainment. Yeah, it, it, I I I liked it as well. Yeah, that actually might be my favorite one if he was to pick like a YouTube channel or like a. Well, does Valuetainment have a rumble? I don't know. They should though, because because <clears throat> the bigger they get, they're gonna eventually get targeted. Yeah. So that, that that would be my issue is um if they if they bring Tucker Carlson, they've now put the bullseye on their back. Like, oh yeah, come after us, please. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. And yeah. so if I were to sit with with them, I was like, well, listen, I like your your shit, but like bringing me like. You know, it's like when Eminem signed Fifty. Like, my problems are going to be your problems now. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Bet. <laughs> to me, that would it. be the best way to to get the ball rolling on 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 Rumble. Like, if I'm Valuetainment, yeah, I'll be like, our our normal content will still be will still be here on YouTube. 
but our Tucker content will be exclusively on Rumble, like yeah. something like that, you know? That, and that, that's where the producer comes in handy because you could still keep that Fox, like that toned down version of you. Like the, the Tucker of Fox News was, all right, <clears throat> we could be on YouTube because there's a bunch of uh, videos of of uh, Tucker on YouTube that, that aren't banned. Yeah, but it's also it's also protected by the Fox <clears throat> banner. Yeah, yeah. Because there is no... I don't give a fuck what YouTube says. There's no real rhyme or reason for the shit that they do. Like, they, they'll come at you if yeah. you're getting too big. Because now, I don't know if you saw uh, on Twitter, Matt Walsh put out a video basically saying that, like... Twitter, not Twitter, I'm sorry. YouTube wants the Daily Wire to speak about gender ideology, like affirming gender ideology. So like they don't they you, you basically they're they they won't be able to say like shit like biological man if if it's like a man transitioning to a woman, yeah. they would have to refer to it as a woman. They want them to adhere to that. And Matt Walsh said on that video, he's like, I'm not doing that. So from now on, all of of the Matt Walsh show would also be published here on Twitter. Oh so so it's like they're they're gonna have to they're they're going so it's like no matter how big you and, and the Daily Wire for the most part, like they're pretty milk toast like they they're pretty yeah like, yeah you, you know what i'm saying they're not they're 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 not too too edgy so let's be honest here saying that a man is a man and a woman is a woman is not edgy at all right it's but, edgy in 2023 for some odd reason but but that's my point is that is that no it, it's just a matter of how big you are yeah just pearly things i don't know if you saw like when like uh she had nick fuentes on yeah and like I think she got a YouTube strike. I sure her page is still on YouTube, but she got a YouTube strike. But I watched the shit with Nick Fuentes, and he didn't say there was like nothing controversial said on there. Nothing at all. But she got big. She's big. Yeah. YouTube, you know the bullseye. So that's <clears throat> the thing is like I feel like the reason Tucker and, and the Fox Channel was never banned or sh- had a strike against it. Was because how big the Fox banner is, not really because of of Tucker. Yeah, yeah, you're right. When you have that that, that type of backing, and so you're gonna have to understand that too. Um, when joining anybody, it's like, well, they're gonna come after me. Yeah, and so that's why I said like going. Uh, let's say if Elon was trying to do like a content creator section of Twitter, Elon's not gonna ban you. Um, Rumble's not gonna ban you. I'll put it to you like this: the de- the the Nick Fuentes appearance on Just Pearly Things versus the Milo Yiannopoulos versus Destiny debate. There was way more controversial shit said in that debate than there was on the Nick Fuentes appearance on Just Pearly Things, and like that. And the Destiny Channel didn't get a strike or anything like nope. that. So that's just a perfect example of what we're talking about. Yeah, the favoritism. Which is funny. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's going to think about it. And I think perhaps it may be if our kind of like our assessment of like he might have been thinking that the light was in the tunnel and like, well, what comes after this? Um, He probably has had an idea of like, okay. Yeah. He's probably weighed his options. Yeah. And I think what what would reveal – that will be how quick 
whatever move he makes is revealed. Like if like if in the next <clears throat> week we know what he's gonna do and where he's gonna go, yeah, that means that like the, he he already had his game plan laid out. Yeah. Now, do you think he gets bigger after this, or do you think he stays kind of that's like tough. who he that, is? That that's a tough that's a tough call because you don't know what the dynamic is, and then also what is bigger because, for instance, if Okay, I give you I'll give you a good example. I'll give you a good example. We know we know rappers like like local local rappers or Chicago rappers that they have they have more uh uh Instagram followers than us. They have way more of a social media presence and in and in some cases they've even they've even been signed but they don't own any of their music. They don't own their website. Their production value isn't as good as ours. So it's like who, who is bigger? Like what is what? What does bigger mean? Because it's like yeah, you might have, you know, a hundred thousand followers on on social media, but like you don't own your masters. Like none of the music you've ever made, do you own it? Yeah, like You're just a employee. Exactly. So, yeah. are you are you bigger? Are you bigger yeah. than than somebody that like owns all of their stuff? Because we're now we're talking like equity now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You've also you've also bought so much into the image that like you basically have to like conform. To whatever the industry standard is, whereas when you're independent, like you could do whatever you want, whenever you want, wear whatever you want. Whereas the, it, if if this is not cool, like this brand is not cool anymore, you can't wear that anymore. Yeah, because you get what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, like like I well, you see, I always wear these Dicky shirts. Yeah. A rapper, like a, a a industry rapper, can't wear that. Yeah, that's no. not cool. Like you know what I'm saying. So so that's my point. Is like is like well what is bigger and and i and let me uh let me take that analogy and apply it to like to to media megan kelly she went from fox to then like abc or nbc and then now she's doing her own thing and i i'll see clips of her pop up on youtube and stuff like that and she's doing her thing <clears throat> so she's not with mainstream networks anymore but is she bigger is she bigger now? Like some, you could argue that she is bigger now because because it's her own thing, or was she bigger when she was backed by by a mainstream a mainstream network? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's tough. That's a that's a that's a tough call. Um, I think he definitely has the potential to be bigger. Yeah, he has the skill and the talent to be bigger, but. I guess it's 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 hard for me to really know what bigger is when it's like yeah it's like all right you're getting you know let's say like roundabout number like three million viewers a night but on a major network but then if he puts out a video and he does like what the what the Nelk boys did with like the Trump interview but that's his own shit I would. I would say that's bigger. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or if, if even he got like 1.8 million, I would say, well, yeah, like 
he was getting three million, but like this is his own thing, and he's getting one point yeah. million. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's hard to it's hard to quantify what's yeah. bigger when you go from like a major network to to being potentially independent or or going to what will be a smaller platform because no matter where he goes it won't the platform won't be as big as fox yes and that's the thing like like you're gonna have to adapt to that because everyone does the smaller thing now everything is small the tim pool shit that's smaller than fox yeah but it's way more independent and it's like wait that's tim pool's and better content. Yeah. Like you're getting, you, you know, exactly. you're getting better content. And that's Tim Pool's, like, this was my idea. This was how I wanted. This is, I'm cool with this. And it's cool. It's smaller, but it's it works for him. So now you're going to have to do the same thing. No, boys, too. It's like, yeah, you do your podcast, but this is way smaller scale than a big-ass fucking Fox studio. And No, like, everybody that does stuff now, it's like, that's why you have content creators everywhere. Mm-hmm. But like the, the because you're so good, and what I mean by you is a, a Tucker Carlson, you just got to be okay with having your team, and then just assessing how to how to get the groove on that, and then go from there. I wonder though, like, do you think he he'll he'll uh, go on like a press tour, kind of like go to podcasts and kind of just kind of get people to talk, or do you think that he should just go straight to Get my shit done and start interviewing people. I, I think a press tour could be good uh, if you know what you're gonna do. Yeah, because then it's like it's like you're you're getting more eyes towards like what your project is. Yeah. Versus like, yeah, like you could go around and and uh, and and talk about you know you being ousted at fox but like what would be the point if yeah. you don't if if you're not gonna uh, uh let people know what your next move is gonna be true yeah 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 like if, if you do a press tour for sure you have to have a game plan and it be that should be set in motion as you're doing it now what's interesting is i remember i talked about how I saw from a mile away, it stand out to me that when Pierce Morgan interviewed Ron DeSantis, it occurred to me to be odd that Ron DeSantis wasn't doing this interview with like a Tucker or, or you know, and then I, and I, I thought to myself, well, I wonder if Tucker didn't want that interview. Like why... Why wouldn't that happen? And then the first interview for Trump post-indictment was with Tucker. Yeah. And it started to become very evident to me that Tucker was leaning more towards Trump, more towards yeah. Team Trump. Fox is leaning more towards DeSantis. Exactly. And that and that's something that Patrick <clears throat> that David had theorized in the past that... that he he feels like that Fox wants to be more so Team DeSantis. Yeah, and there's been rumors circulating that Rupert Murdoch wants Fox to be Team DeSantis. Yeah, and that he kind of wants to like make Trump like a, a non-factor. Like he wants to he doesn't want the network to be talking about Trump, bolstering Trump, anything like that. 
And how, for all we know, Tucker, it could have been a thing where Tucker's like, well, no, I'm not with that. Like, I'm, I'm not riding with that because if Tucker, us knowing that Tucker is so based and like we've said before, and we've theorized about this before, if we see from a mile away that all these establishment figureheads are rocking with DeSantis and DeSantis has yet to denounce them. It's like, it's like, we don't give a fuck about a motherfucker denouncing white supremacy because we know that that's a bunch of bullshit. But what yeah. I would like, I would like my Republican candidate or nominee yeah. to denounce the Lincoln Project or, yeah. or denounce the, the McCain Republicans or denounce the Bush Republicans. I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want that. So... That's something that 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 I care about. That's something that a lot of the Trump base cares about. And I'm sure if us with our little old podcasts are aware of that, Tucker and his people had to be aware of that. Yeah. And maybe he wasn't willing to give DeSantis a softball interview. He's like, well, I'll, I'll interview, dude, but I'm going to get busy with him. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 we don't we don't want that. You know what I'm saying? The, so, the, yeah. So there's a lot of there's so many questions now that I feel like I was right to raise when it's yeah. Pierce Morgan who DeSantis does that interview with. Yeah, that was good that you pointed that out because now, moving forward, we have to see how Fox treats DeSantis. Like, if we know, and we're, we're going to know, you and I are going to know who's in DeSantis' camp because we do this. But most people, the common person that doesn't really, like, they, they pay attention to the news, but they don't know the specifics of it. Yeah. They're going to look at it like, oh, DeSantis is looking good. Depending on how Fox interviews and what they're willing to reveal, you're going to see, oh, is this more of a propaganda machine? Yeah. And like, well, whatever. Like, hey, this is the guy. This is why this is the guy. And if it's all going to be softball questions, we're going to see really the reason why Tucker's gone. Because Tucker was not going to take that route, you know? Yeah. And then it would make a lot of sense, too, that the January 6th thing was a big deal then. Yeah, because he's like, ah, you're a Trump motherfucker. Like, hey, let's get out of here. Let's get rid of this guy. Yeah, well, remember the the, the Tucker's coverage of January sixth was so offensive and 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 upsetting to Chris Wallace. Like his yeah. panties were so in a bunch that he had to leave Fox. Oh, yeah. I can't I can't be here anymore. Yeah, I can't be here with that guy. <laughs> his mother went to a sinking ship. Yeah, 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 exactly. Then there was um uh, the House Speaker, what um McCarthy? McCar no, not McCarthy. The Senate Speaker, um not not the not the fuck I the, can't the Mitch McConnell. Oh. Mitch McConnell, like talking shit too. Yeah, you started seeing like oh shit, he's taking the establishment route against uh Tucker. Yeah, like damn, that's fucked up. But I mean, is this where we're living where we can't really question some of this weird shit? Because, like, the video doesn't lie. You can't right. doctor the video. Right. The video shows clearly what's happening. I, I saw the QAnon shaman being escorted. Yeah, everywhere. He We, we didn't see him fucking doing the shit that he should have probably been doing, looking like that, like a Viking, just yeah. fucking terrorizing, breaking <laughs> doors. And I was like, oh, no, hey, uh, can you guys point me to the nearest... Like, <laughs> can you point me to Pelosi's office? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll take you. Yeah, cool. Here. She's not here anyway. You could take the, you could take all the shit. Take anything you need. And it's like, or take the podium. It's like, 
you start seeing that this shit, this shit's, this shit's really wasn't an insurrection. No. This was a come on in. Yeah. Let's do this photo op and call it an insurrection. Yeah. And when you review shit like that, and then and you start seeing how people react to that. That's why I didn't like how Mitch McConnell reacted to that. Like, dude, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. Like, nah, that shit, that shit revealed a lot. Well, you know, Tucker also was very outspoken against this whole Ukraine situation, especially us giving them so much money. Yep. And I, I think that Ukraine situation is a cash cow for all these politicians. I think they're getting so much kickbacks off of that yeah. that they probably don't want anybody in the media. Yeah drawing attention to that and and tucker definitely was drawing attention to it yep and he had a lot of power because like how many he's the only guy in fox that trends yeah that like uh that trends like on multiple social media platforms was that oh shit tucker said this tucker said that um look at the way people people that create content talk about tucker like They'll talk about Fox. They'll talk about Sean Hannity. No, they talk about Tucker. Yeah, a hundred percent. Now, before we move on to the next to the next segment, yeah. What do you think happens to Fox at this point? <clears throat> they better have a good contingency plan because, like, if indeed going Team DeSantis is the hill you want to die on, that's that's tough because, like. He's not polling well against Trump. I'm not saying Trump is a perfect candidate because, like, we'll talk about some stuff that he's he's been saying, and and some of the stuff that he talks about that we're like, what what are you talking about? But nonetheless, Trump is the candidate to beat right now. So unless unless that changes, like, and then and then not only that, being team whatever for a politician doesn't give you a good quality journalist or news commentator no so you had a you had somebody who who was literally like top top notch on on your team you were unstoppable without him and so you better have a contingency plan i would probably bet on that they don't really have a good replacement well i mean you'll never be able to replace tucker yeah I think the best they could do is probably like give Jesse Waters that slot. Like that's probably like the next like best guy like talent wise. Yeah, he's not Tucker, but but he's I, I think like that's what I would do if I was at Fox. I would be like, all right, well, Jesse Waters is gonna go there. We'll see how many of 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 Tucker's writers stay. Yeah, because I don't know. Maybe some of them go with Tucker. Maybe some of them stay. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, Jesse Waters. I don't think would do bad. Not not Tucker level. No, definitely not. Definitely not. But like, I think like, I think, I think, I think Jesse Waters could go to that time slot and still have like a somewhat high rated show. Yeah, in terms of viewership. Um, but, but yeah, I would do that. And then they still have like Greg Gutfeld. He's like the number one like yeah. late night comedy show. So I don't think like Fox will be like done, done. No. But it, they've definitely taken the reason for me to watch away. Yes. 
which is key because like culturally you've taken your biggest like culture warrior out of yeah. the equation so no you i'm not going to say you don't have good content but you definitely have made space for other people to take over yeah you've made space for for and then and then it's kind of crazy that cnn fired don lemon because like what is cnn on what are they trying to do what what are their plans but you see know. that the difference between Don Lemon and Tucker is like Tucker was high rated, top dog. <laughs> Don Lemon, Don Lemon was on a downward spiral. Like they first took away his his primetime show. Yeah, yeah. So there was no no more of that. Then they moved his ass to the morning show, which is like a big ass demotion because yeah. like primetime news versus morning news, like two totally different animals. Yeah. So like you're on the morning show. And then you're on the morning show, and then like you're getting in trouble because remember what he said? Uh, what was it about Nikki Haley not being in her prime? Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Like that call, and he had to apologize for that. And then, and then uh, from what I gather, that particular news morning show didn't have high rating. Well, none of CNN has like great ratings right now, yeah. but but that that those ratings were particularly abysmal for that morning show, the one that he was featured on. And then uh, for for it all for it all to come to a close with being bodied by Vivek Ramaswamy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, which was interesting because well, I guess we could like briefly cover that because we were, we mentioned that we were going to cover that. So uh, for people that don't know Vivek Ramaswamy, he's one of the other Republican primary candidates. Um, he speaks. In defense of Trump, he speaks relatively favorably of Trump, and I've heard Trump speak favorably of him. And then we see Officer Tatum, who in his commentary video of Vivek Ramaswamy bodying Dom Lanman, he see he said that he right now would take Ramaswamy over DeSantis. Not yeah. over Trump. It would obviously be Trump, but if Trump wasn't in the mix he would take Vivek Ramaswamy over DeSantis. And I have a hard time arguing with that. Like I, like having read Woke Inc, hearing Vivek Ramaswamy talk and knowing where his, he comes from and his background in business and, and, and everything like that, his well-detailed plan <clears throat> Thorough plan on how to how to fight against the woke agenda in in corporate America, in the workplace, in media. Yeah, like I it's it, it. I like him. I I, I yeah. think I think he would I think he would be good. And and I it would be hard to argue against if the primaries were were held today. That and 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 if Trump wasn't in it, obviously, yeah. that he wouldn't get my vote over DeSantis. Yeah, I agree because. Again, a lot of our gripes with DeSantis isn't necessarily the way he's governed Florida, but who his campaign is. Yeah, everybody that like everybody that that's that that DeSantis is surrounded by, I'm not I'm not I'm not feeling it. And so and so you have to understand that like if you're building a team, you know, like with Motherfuckers, you don't really rock with. It's like ah, I don't like this team. I don't like this team. Yeah, I like him as a player, 
he needs a better team. But you kind of f- forfeited that by leaving Team Trump. Yeah. Which is the team you were really from. And so it's like you'd have to I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of question marks right now. Yeah. And until those get answered, I would also agree. Like and 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 like you you I've known about Woke Inc from the time that you read it, you were telling me when you started reading it. Yeah. And so so this is not a guy who just overnight just came in and was, "Oh, I'm going to just run for president." No, this motherfucker like He's a thinker. Like, he Definitely. understands. He, he's a strategist. And he's making waves. The fact that he's making waves already, you know, like, I definitely I, I definitely wouldn't feel like if, if I couldn't vote for Trump that I wouldn't vote for him. Yeah. Because the woke agenda is top three. Top three things that we have to take care of. Oh, yeah. From the inside. From domestically, because obviously World War Three would probably be number one. Like, how the fuck do we take care of this foreign policy nightmare we have now that's not looking good? Yeah. So I think that would be number one. But domestically, like that woke agenda, that's intertwined with the stock market. That's intertwined with corporations, businesses, I mean, look everything. at now the, the Biden administration wanting to change the the credit system yes that's all based off of off woke, of the woke agenda yes. it's like oh well what we found is that people of color have lower credit yeah but why you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like they the woke agenda totally wants to wants to uh uh uproot any sort of meritocracy yeah and then that's gonna spell bad for domestically that is a number one let me make that straight um, it's just maybe not number one overall because of where we are in the world right now and what's going on, but definitely yeah, the, the, the foreign policy situation is definitely number one. I yeah. mean, we're, we're like Trump said on full send, he's like, people are starting to talk the N word and yeah. <laughs> it means nuclear. Yeah. It's a nuclear. <laughs> and then fucking uh, dude was like, wait, which N word, which N word is worse. His ass is trying to get a, like a clip. Yeah. <laughs> He said, they're both bad. They're both bad. <laughs> but in this instance, nuclear. Like, yeah. And hell yeah, it is nuclear. Because nuclear, that shit ain't, don't give a fuck if you're black, white, yeah. Latino, nothing. We're all dead. So, so yeah, no, that that's, that's the end word you want to avoid is nuclear war at all. Like, no. And so, but now it's, it's dangerous, like, where we're at. And so it, it's, it's a matter of wits. At this point, I think you can still outwit the situations, but you not with this leadership. With this leadership, we're heading into oh, yeah. the mouth Hell of the no. line. This is all bad. Yeah. Well, th- th- that's why Kyle on Full Send, when, he was, when they were interviewing Trump, he said, I don't care about the backlash for saying this, but we need you now more than ever. Yeah. And it's true. Like, th- that's the other thing that's really working against DeSantis is that even if DeSantis were to come out and denounce the Lincoln Project and Bush's people and Karl Rove and all these people, yeah. you still have this, these, this mountain of, of international problems that Donny T has faced before and has done extremely well, and yes. you don't have any sort of experience with that. Yeah, And, and by all projections, by the time the 2024 
presidential uh, election rolls around, they're going to be worse. Those yeah. problems. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be all bad by twenty twenty four. It's it's, it's going to be <laughs> pretty. But but um, uh, before we go in, because we we'll cover that segment uh, uh, next. Uh, the the full send of appearance with Trump. But I just wanted to to finish up with the Vivek Ramaswamy and and Don Lemon exchange, where it was interesting because Don Lemon kept trying to go the the uh, if you ain't black you can't like talk the this. identity politics yeah. route and then and then to go and 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 to look at the data subjectively like oh well you don't know what it's like to be in black skin well first off this dude is brown. He's really like not that much lighter than you. So yeah. for, right off the bat, just off the optics perspective, you look kind of stupid even saying that yeah. because it's not like if we're gonna play this dumbass game, I don't believe in that dumbass game. But if we're gonna play the dumbass game of 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 color and race and play the race card, yeah, this is not like a, a white, blonde hair, blue eyed guy. <laughs> So you you look sort of stupid saying that as if him or his people have never faced any sort of racism or discrimination. In fact, in some cases, you could say that his people in some areas might same color actually. Yeah, yeah. You just pulled up a picture. Yeah, their 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 color, their shade of skin is very similar. Yeah. So. So right there, that in and of itself, that that looks incredibly moronic on on Don Lemon's part to even bring that up. Yeah. But then, furthermore, to give no acknowledgement or credence to the statistics that Vivek Ramaswamy is bringing up, and that's the thing that I remember saying when Vivek Ramaswamy first entered the race, which I remember you. How I even found out about that is you tweeted you you uh, messaged me yeah that shit was shocking and to I me. was like and I looked at it, I was like damn let me look into this and I was like oh shit and, and and what's crazy about it is I remember responding to you as like he will force the Republican Party to elevate its game yes. and you're seeing it now just by Officer Tatum alone which I I don't know how many millions of subscribers Officer Tatum has but it's in the millions yeah. I want to say like. One point something million, two million subscribers. Just the fact that he's starting to talk about Vivek Ramaswamy and in 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 such a two point three, two point three, and, and and in such a, a admirable way. That says a lot. That says a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and, and let's face it, the, a, a guy like Don Lemon. That's the reason you you get guys like Brandon Johnson in Chicago can't even denounce motherfuckers doing bad shit like who can't really look at the root of the problem and be honest about it and then be like oh well, you know you can't demonize children no yeah you can <laughs> and their parents too for fucking up like accountability with this woke ideology doesn't take account the fact that you have to take accountability that's how you get better like, you can't go on living your life making the same mistakes your parents made, making the same mistakes your parents made, and then and then over and over and over again. Like, at some point, you have to become better as a community. And so when you say, oh, you can't talk because you haven't been black skin," well, 
what have I always said about my life? I've always said that I've learned a lot from other groups of people that do not look like me, that don't believe in the same thing as me, but I see a lot of success mm -hmm. coming from them. I see the way Jewish people stick together. I've always said that. I've always uh, uh, like admired that. I, I I look at the way fucking Indian people um, budget shit and how they stick together. I'm like, wow, okay, cool. You see, you see different groups of people, Muslims, the way they believe, the way they live their life in, in their belief of God, like where it, it really like it's not like how how Christians do it in, in a way part time. Right. The way I, I see it, because I I will respect that about Muslims when they believe in it, they believe in it. They live yeah. their life filtered through that. And, and that's why why Christianity isn't growing the way like Islam is. And so these are things that you observe. You, it's not to say that, oh, I'm, I'm team Muslim, I'm team Jews, I'm team Indians. No, but these are little bits and pieces I get from groups of people that I'm like, I would like to add this to my plate of who I am as a person to become a better person. When you tell someone, you don't know what you're talking about, you can never talk about it because you're not black and you were you don't know the black experience, that's stupid. It is. It's and, inept. And, and it was great. It was great the way that Vivek Ramaswamy responded by saying that, I believe we we need to have these conversations in an open form, regardless of a person's skin color. Yeah. And yeah, Don Lemon couldn't handle that. That like melted his brain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's why you're fired, bro. Because you you you're you don't bring any value. No, n nothing, nothing of substance whatsoever. And it's 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 just. <clears throat> It's it's day and night the circumstance between Don Lemon being fired and Tucker. It's yeah. like day and night. Yeah, yeah. Right now, Tucker like that's borderline good news, like exciting news. Because you, you, I can never say good. I don't know what Tucker's thinking, but to me, it's like you and I. The way we think, it's like if we were in a big network and they removed us, but we have such a big base. That's exciting news because like. It's scary because it's like, fuck, now we're going to have to build something from the ground up a little bit, like kind of build it a little bit different. But it's exciting. For Don Lemon, what is it? Yeah, there's nothing. Nothing to be excited about. And, and that that's, it's funny you say that because the guys at, at Valuetainment, when they said the exact same thing because they were basically covering the, the Tucker and Don Lemon situation yeah. simultaneously, obviously giving a lot more time and attention to the tucker situation yeah but they said that they're like man if you're don lemon like there's nothing like nobody cares about a don lemon show like oh no. is don lemon going to rumble like no don lemon <laughs> like there's nothing <laughs> hell no there's no, like nobody cares about Th that's that. like if like I, mean, I don't even think dude has the capacity to do something like that yeah yeah no i wouldn't even it's like, it's like like if LeBron James entered free agency and then Brian Scalabrini, you know, entered free agency. Well, who the well, fuck? You know is, some people remember, probably don't know who remember, Scalabrini re is. Remember uh, Chris? Uh, you, you made me just think about it. What the fuck? Chris Cuomo was trying to do his own thing for a while. Whatever happened with that? Oh, I don't know. I know his ass was was intent on on, on on getting back at them, but I don't know if he did or what what happened. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard when, when you when you rely on your little bubble. Yeah, Tucker doesn't never rely on his little bubble. Like he probably the reason why they removed him was like right. Uh, like no. the 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 full send Nelk boys 
I'm sure aren't trying to get Don Lemon as a as a guest on their podcast. Yeah. You know, so yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, but no, all in all, Don Lemon will probably have a better show. <laughs> <laughs> After everything we just said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, he's, I think he's toast. Yeah. Uh, it's I, I don't even see like a smaller network hiring him. No, no. Like he would have to really revamp. The way I think that Don Lemon would grow is if he truly looks in the mirror and understands that, like, this ain't it. Whatever you've been doing, this ain't it. And no one fucks with it. Only your little bubble and only under that controlled environment where you get funded to do this shit. Once you try to do, like, independent creator shit, you're going to realize, like, oh, man, some originality works. Some genuineness works. He's not a very genuine person. And so that you don't see the left really ever having that that degree of self-awareness, though. No, no. And then when they do, they're not considered lefties no more. Yeah. Look at Bill Maher as a, as a what is it like a talk show that he has? What would what would that be considered? Yeah, like a yeah. talk show. Like a lot of lefties don't fuck with Bill Maher because yeah. he's not for the woke shit. Right. So it's like when you go woke. That's that's what you believe in. That's the but Bill Maher was never on no Don Lemon shit. No, hell no. But but the left changed, and as they changed, they thought you're gonna come with us. Yeah. And he's like, no, we're not doing this. And so that's that's the thing. That's the realm of like independent creators. Like you get a lot of realness, regardless of if I agree with you or not. You're gonna have to be a little bit more real because even like the Destiny and Milo thing. Destiny at least had the balls to get and debate. A lot of lefties, they don't even. They don't. They will never that. do yeah. that shit. So like, I'll give him that. And he did solid. Like he didn't do bad. Um, I don't think that Milo did as good as he could have. But I also think that the crowd contributed to to to, to that whole situation. But what I'm saying is, it's few and far in between where you'll see someone. Who's on the left? Who's like, all right, let's debate. Yeah. Nah, y'all are scared. You're only in your little bubble. You hide. Then one guy or two guys come out and they oh look, look, then he bodied somebody. He bodied somebody. But nah, like the right does this on, on a weekly basis. Yeah. The numbers are. It's like a hundred to three. So what? What's up? Definitely. Um. So now moving into the Donald Trump appearance on the Full Send podcast. Um, as far as I know, that episode hasn't been pulled down yet, like the first one was. No. Yeah. Double uh, check. <laughs> um, and it was interesting because you see the level of respect Trump has for them, especially in 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 the particular uh, part of the interview where he tells them, like, I, I'm I'm about to give a speech. I have all these people waiting on me, and he's like, Yeah, but I'm. He's like, I don't care because I'm here with the no boys. <laughs> that shit was like, why? That was like some rap shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was funny to me. He's a real down to earth guy. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's still up. Uh, still how, up. how many views is it at now? Seven point one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, now, I thought he said a lot of good stuff. Um, you know the normal the normal Trump talking points, uh, like I previously said, I I dug that 
Kyle said, you know, we need you now more than ever. I think that that's very true. And that he was willing to risk backlash for saying something like that, which is crazy. We live in a country where you could get backlash for saying something so evidently true. You know how yeah. much Trump is needed right now. Um, but the thing that Trump said and like, man, it's like, dude, you really got to get off that. It's like bringing up bringing up the COVID stuff or the, yeah. the virus stuff. Yeah, the I, I don't think the saying the c word the guidelines are as strict as they they used to be, but still. Yeah, like, but but bringing up bringing up the virus stuff, he um, it's like man, let it go already. It's like he's like yeah, well you know. Uh, DeSantis, he didn't do so good. And this is not me speaking in defense of DeSantis. This is me speaking from the reality that that virus was totally overblown. You bent the knee to it. You gave into it. That was the biggest mistake of your presidency. And now I don't even need you to admit or... (laughs) That you made a mistake. I don't even need that from you. But what I do need is for you to leave it alone yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. I don't need you to be like, oh, you know what? Like, I mean, I don't need you to display a moment of self-awareness um, uh, where you, it's just like, oh, well, you know, I I, I messed up. I, I should have did things. that I don't need that. But you keep driving the point home. And, dude... We, the base is aware that it was a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. To me, that's like a general election. Like, situation is like, I feel like that's a lost, that's a lost, uh, um, subject for Trump. Trump's going to take the losing argument on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that, like whenever DeSantis and, and, and Trump debate and they talk COVID, Tr- DeSantis will win. Yeah. On the COVID segment. And so if that's the stance you want, if that's the stance that you think will will help you, Trump, uh, with the moderates, it won't. It won't help you with the left either. Like, it's not going to help. So I feel like if he doesn't, which it doesn't look like he is, he just doubles down on, on when it comes to, to the Rona. Like, this is, how, this is how I view it. This is how I'm going to attack him. It's like, well... With Republicans, it's not going to work. So that'll just be like, you're just going to have to do extraordinarily well across the board of the... The other topics yeah. and issues, yeah. Which, th- that's, I think, the saving grace is that I imagine it won't be as big of a talking point at yeah. that point, especially on the Republican side of things. Yeah. So... It's oh, like- and also, another thing that we can't forget, it the, 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 the jab was out. And he never forced that on anybody. So if you keep whatever stance you have, which I think is trash, but whatever, and you just say, yeah, and, and you know what? At the end, if you didn't want it, you didn't have to take it. Yeah. Uh, I never would have forced it on people. I never would have fired people. I never would have attacked. I would. I never would have attacked people. Like, no, I would never have done any of that. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, that's... I can... I, I You can That's a soft L. It. Yeah. But it's like you're still losing in that in that subject matter. 
But I think that he's kind of just doubled down on it. Why do you think he won't let it go, though? Why do you think it's such a... I think probably for for, uh, general election purposes. I feel like um, when he goes against uh, Biden, that he could say, oh, I I started Operation Warp Speed. I started... I think that, that he thinks of it that way, but that's not an operation to be happy about. No. But yeah, like this. Regardless, no matter how stupid the left is, and they think that they're, they're, they're oh my god, I'm jabbed twenty times, blood clots everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, well, that that's not. I wouldn't be proud of that. I would just be like, yeah, no, I really fucked that one up. So, but I, I just think that gen- he's thinking general election. Yeah, and general election, like. The left states, they're obviously pro-jab, no matter what but, the fuck is said. But he's smart enough to know that that's not a good selling point at this point in the game. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I don't... You still, have a, you still have a primary, dude. Yeah. But, you know, like you... Yeah, like I, I don't understand like what... Why he... Like, I understand if they ask him and he says certain points, but like nobody asked you about... The, the, the that Rona. specifically, they asked him about DeSantis, yeah. but not that specifically. Yeah, and like the fact that he has like bullet points on things he wants to attack him with is like something that he's probably practiced. Yeah. That, oh, okay, cool. These are the points I'm going to attack uh, DeSantis with, and so, but I, I don't think that those are good points because I mean, you know, when it comes to to the 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 state being happy with their governor and how he's handled everything it just goes to show because the numbers are skyrocketing for him yeah. and so they're happy and like people want freedom because it was a cold it's a different cold yeah but it was a cold or a flu or whatever the hell you want to call it it wasn't what pe- what the news made it out to be and so it's like well nothing close yeah yeah so I'm like nah like that you're not really gaining any brownie points attacking him for that. Because like, how many? I I don't know the numbers, but let's 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 compare Florida and Illinois. Is there is it that many more deaths? Does it does it does it does it account for for the fucking money and businesses that that, that people lost? No, like that they didn't lose in because like that's another form of dying, like. That's another form of, of 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 a downward spiral of a life is to have everything that you ever dreamed of building you building it and then it getting taken away from you because of a cold. Yeah. You know, moratoriums, uh, fucking, uh, you can't have this x amount of people. You got to close people your business. Getting fired because yeah. they don't get the job. Yeah, yeah, getting fired. Like, what do you think that did to people? And their mental state, like that's real mental and, shit. Yeah, and, and and that's where where Trump messes up because it's like you can't deny that in every aspect that that we just brought up, all the the ills of the virus, and not the specific virus itself, but all all the 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 byproduct ills that came from the virus. You can't argue that DeSantis didn't handle those things well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody in Florida got fired for not getting the jab. That yeah. the, the businesses didn't have to shut down. Like, those two things right there yeah. were better than many other places in the nation. I paid 
law enforcement officers $5,000 to come to Florida and relocate because they were fired from their job. What do you have to say about that, Trump? Yeah. What did you do? Oh, you, Operation Warp you, Speed? You, Case I, closed. DeSantis could actually make the argument that I had to do those things because of your Operation Warp Speed because maybe if you weren't so yeah. overzealously willing to cut the red tape for pharmaceutical companies... Yeah. Those things wouldn't have happened because yeah. one thing I will 100% say, and again, to me, Trump's biggest mistake of his presidency is how he handled the virus. And not in the way that the left thinks he failed to handle the virus because they feel like he didn't do enough. Yeah. No, I feel like he did way too much. And one of those things was cutting the red tape for pharmaceutical companies. I, yeah. I wouldn't have done that. I'd, hell no. Nah, I would have been like, listen, listen, the healthy people go to work, older people stay in for a while. If, you, if you're worried, if you're not, go to work. And then pharmaceutical companies, if you want to develop a vaccine, that's fine. And we'll get some government funding, but it ain't going to be no... 12-month, 18-month vaccine, you're going to have to do the studies for years and years and years. Yeah. And then that's that's how it's going to be. And we're going to have to live with this thing until we know that the vaccine works. But the, nah, hell nah. Yeah. And then the, the uh, uh, additional condition of also the government is paying for the vaccine. Yeah. Like, nah, nah hell nah. Hell no. Nah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I would All say, that. yeah, that was his biggest mistake All for that. sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. How he handled the, the to encapsulate it all, the bending of the knee to the virus. That, like that, that was the thing at the end. Yeah, at the end, like that was that was the that was the big thing. That was yeah. that was the big thing. It really should have been two weeks to slow the spread. Go back to work. You don't got to go to work. That's fine because you're scared. The only thing we'll do as the government is we'll issue, we'll issue, um, I, I don't know what it would be, like a, a mandate, probably, I guess that would probably be the, the, the word that best describes, like we'll issue yeah. a mandate to employers that they can't fire you if you don't want to go to work, but we're not cutting checks. If yeah. you don't go to work, like. Hope yeah. you have savings or or whatever, but we're not giving money for people to stay no, home. No, that so that's what I would have done as president. I understand people are scared, people are uncertain, and I don't need a bunch of people saying that I'm responsible for their death. So if you don't go to work, will the government will issue mandates to your employer that they can't fire you? Yeah, they could hire somebody else to take your place. So maybe if you come back, you're going to get less hours or whatever. They could hire because maybe they need the people to work, but. But we're not going to cut. There's not going to be no Trump bucks. Yeah, yeah. Mamas would have went to work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we, you, you have to go to work. That's just what life is. Like, you work for what you want. <laughs> it's the basics. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the biggest mistake of his presidency. And, like, and, you know, and obviously we all know the fallout that, yeah. that came from that. Um so, moving on, the whatever podcast, the thing I don't like about those particular, like, I, I don't ever watch that podcast because, like, I've had enough of the, it's become cliche at this point, 
the panel of bimbos. Like I, I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I don't watch it. I see, I see the shorts. Yeah, they're pretty interesting. But, yeah, but that's the most I'll actually give my time to. It's like who's who. Who's finding the pa- these panel of bimbos interesting? Like that. Like, what's well, an algorithm for sure? I, I think it, what what what's happening is they're seeing that that's a successful formula. Have bitches with nice tits that are bimbos or like overly feminist, and like talk, have a debate with them. And but like they're also stupid. Like yeah. What you're, like what do you? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like I don't like like there's there's bitches with nice tits, but like I don't watch movies because because it's like it's a yeah, waste yeah. of time. Like I'm not getting anything. I don't watch content to see boobies and a hot looking chick. Like I want to learn something, so yeah. like I don't care or or be adequately entertained. Well, it was kind of like what you were saying about uh, in, in pre production. Uh, the Nelk Boys when they were interviewing uh, Bella Danger. Bella Danger. How, uh, who was it that, that was acting kind of like indifferent to her? Kyle. Kyle. Kyle was acting indifferent to her. Therefore, she was more interested in him. Yeah. Because, like, Kyle's like a business. Like, this is business. Like, yeah. I don't care who you are. Like, like, he was, you could tell he was having a good time being there with his boys. Yeah. And obviously, they're interviewing, like, one of the, or apparently from that interview, she's not a porn star anymore. I didn't know that. I yeah. thought she was still doing porn. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but, you you could tell he was having a good time yes. because it's like man, look at me and my guys here like interviewing like one of the top mm. porn stars. Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't um, all googly eyed over. Yeah, her. yeah, or ingratiating her or yeah. anything like that. He was just like, oh, we're here kicking it, like you know, let, let's let's have a good conversation. Yeah, I mean, if you really want to th- get the attention of like dumb. A lot, like not not every. I'm not I'm not generalizing every woman. Go on fucking Tinder or, or all these dating apps, right? And then you could get all that bimbo attention that you've been looking for. And so, like to me, it's like it's not conducive of anything productive. Like no. so, you have to so so when it comes to content, when I when we when when we're paying attention to content, it's always what's being said. Yeah. I don't care. Like, the, you think I want to look at Alex Jones' ugly face? I don't. But okay, that's pretty interesting. Uh, oh shit, Destiny and Milo. None of motherfuckers that I, I'm attracted to, but they're debating. Oh shit, the debate. What are they saying? Oh, Ben Shapiro, small fucking Jewish dude. Like, I don't give a fuck how he looks. That's the shit that he's saying. Like, it's just like content, content, content. And so I, I totally understand what you're saying. Like, it's kind of like. This is what you resort to to make to 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 get viewership, right? And then it's I wouldn't like, do that. It, it's like you 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 garner the hosts of these shows. They garner these gotcha moments, but who can't garner a gotcha moment from a bimbo? Yeah, it's not like you're getting a gotcha moment against Shapiro. No, you're getting a gotcha moment from some dumb bitch. Like yeah. <laughs> like what? Like yeah. Who, who hasn't had those? Equality, yeah. <laughs> like, equality. Yeah. yeah, but what do you mean? But I just equality. You make no sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha moment. Oh, All right, Phoenix. Whatever podcast host destroys destroys feminist bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like feminist. Everybody's a feminist. Like sometimes the women that say they're feminists, they don't even know why they're feminists. Yeah, it's, it's, it's slut walk. But don't, 
Have it you no decency? It, it gotcha! It I is funny though, it, it is funny though. Uh, oh, it is funny though that that whatever dude the his podcast. I don't know if people peep this, but it is kind of interesting. Like he kind of he's kind of trolling the whole trope of 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 bimbo uh, panels because if you notice, he has that sex doll. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's, that is pretty funny. Like, sitting down in a chair, so yeah. that shit's kind of funny to me because, like, the way I look at that is like that's how he views these women. Yeah, and so <laughs> that is funny. Like, I will give him props for that. Yeah. Like that, it's like I don't. I, and and what's so interesting is I don't think the chicks pick up on that. Shit. No, no. <laughs> I, I always did find that fucking doll funny as well. Like. And, and the doll has a blue wig. Yeah. That shit is just hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hilarious yeah like that to me that's the like, it'll have it, the show has its moments but not enough for me to watch the whole thing yeah like why we're even going to talk about the moment that we're going to talk about is only because michael knows was there because and look a bunch of bimbos stupid. saying oh well why don't you want to get married you hate women who hurt you. Yes, bitch. We've heard it all a million times before. What's interesting is Michael knows coming from the Daily Wire and who the top dog at the Daily Wire is always saying. Well, in fact, it used to be the pinned tweet on his profile, Ben Shapiro, the top dog at Daily Wire. The pinned tweet used to be facts don't care about your feelings. Yes. And so for Michael knows to come from the house of Shapiro and say... Something that goes totally against the facts and statistics when it comes no. to marriage. No. It's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. It's like, dude, you're from the house of Shapiro. You're from the base of the guy that says facts don't care about your feelings. And here we have the host of the whatever podcast <laughs> laying out a bunch of facts and statistics as why it's not conducive for men to get married. And you're over here saying, well, you just got to marry a woman who can't divorce you and the guy looks at him in shock like what 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 in what world could a woman not divorce you like me and then michael knows goes on to say like me and my wife we can't get divorced so obviously michael knows you have our attention because what are you talking about of a woman that can't divorce you? I put a fucking gun to her head every right. time she wants like, to I, I didn't know what dude was going to say. I didn't know what the hell he was going to say. He's like, he's like, yeah, me and my wife can't get divorced because we're Catholics. Like, no Catholic has ever been divorced. Yeah. There's no such thing as... A, what are you talking about, yeah. dude? You're... When he gets divorced, that shit's going to be wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never wish that upon him, but... What I'm saying is like that's 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 naive. That's not even naive. That's that's, that's worse. Like, but that's obnoxiously naive. Yeah. Like that's that's like child childish. It's almost smug. that's like believing in Santa Claus yeah. naive type shit. Yeah. I actually would believe in Santa Claus before I would believe in the shit that he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. No, I would too. He probably does exist now that Michael knows is talking like this. Yeah, like no, it, it is. It, it's a bit smug too, because like you think that it's almost as if you think that you can't go through what other people go through because you're you, right? Like, dude, like that's no, like you you are you don't have control. She's her own person, and she could flip and say, "I'm not happy," like because I mean, being with someone takes a lot of work. 
Like, we don't know what goes behind the scenes, but, like, a lot of people, they're not willing to do the work. Sometimes, even if you do the work, you're like, you know what? I don't even, if I'm not even fucking happy, I'm gone. Right. And so, there have been cases where the dude or the woman, whoever, whoever it was, was doing everything in their power to make the other person happy, and the other person mm-hmm. still was not happy. Because sometimes it doesn't even have anything to do with that person it, ha- it has to do with themselves yes. like yeah me myself i i'm am on a, a different wavelength or yes. or I, i'm searching for something different i'm in a different yeah. place in life so it's not even like oh well what am i doing wrong what could i do to make it better nothing because that's not where the person is at yeah yeah and i and so, so people don't understand that. Right. So it's like, oh, but but my me and my wife, we can never get divorced. That was the most mind blowing, stupid shit that like, I've heard in a long time. Yeah. And that's where these trad cons, man, like, oh my you're, y'all you're, y'all need to step up that game, boy. Like that yeah. that's all bad. You were low key siding with the bit because they were like, Yeah, yeah. Why are you so scared? He's like, Yeah, why are you so scared? Because you know what it is, what I what I notice, and, and I'm sure you've noticed too, like you see it a lot on social media, yeah. on, on I've seen it on uh on Twitter, I've seen it on Instagram. There's a we live in a world and I and I think it's sad because it's 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 conflating true spirituality and, and true belief in God with mysticism. Like we live in a world now. Like if you notice, like you have a a, a lot of of women that have like this yen for the horoscope. Yes. And, and so you see that like we're living in a world where like a lot of women they're resorting to like the mysticism of the horoscope. It's all bullshit, but yeah. that's kind of what happened like when God is removed, yeah. when God is removed from society, it's like people start to resort to different things. My line to the moon. And 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 Michael knows what I feel like he's not realizing is like you're a Catholic but what you're talking is also like illogical mysticism. You're not talking very pragmatic. Yes, it's I chaotic. think what like a, a real man of God would say is that there is a possibility that me and my wife could get divorced. I feel like it's less likely because of our Catholic faith, but there's still no guarantees. And so I do understand where you're coming from. Because as a successful man, yes. you have a lot to lose. Yes. That we were, in fact, if Michael Knowles had said that, we wouldn't even be having this this no. segment right now because we would have been like, oh well, that's like a completely rational yeah. and 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 balanced, yeah. poised yeah. response to what this young guy is saying about getting married. But no, this moment comes with, well, me and my wife can't get married. It's an impossibility yeah. because. Yeah. Or divorced. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah divorced. Divorce, yeah. Divorce because yeah. it's an impossibility because we're Catholic. No, what? <laughs> no. Like, yeah, had he said that, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. So this guy's understanding that he's taking a risk, but it's a risk that he was worth that was worth it to him because he felt he was aligned with and, his and he woman. feels like the risk is mitigated to an extent because of the Catholic faith. Yes. I could live with that. I could be like, all right, like that's not the route I'm going. Like I'm, I, I'm not. I would never rely on Catholicism to mitigate that sort of risk for me. Yes. I don't think it it would be adequate. But for you, you've rationalized, and and yeah. I could rock with that. But we have an understanding of 
that's what works for you and you have an understanding of this is what works for me yeah. totally fine oh, let's get back to like yeah. to 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 uh lambasting these bimbos <laughs> but but when he said that oh my god and of course the bimbos yeah yeah, yeah because well yeah i would, turn around like, wait, 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 wait. I would not marry any of y'all <laughs> I, I, right, <laughs> but I'm sure all of them believe in the horoscope or yeah. some dumb shit. So yeah, of course, mysticism, fairy dust. Who yeah. hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he 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 was not like from that clip was very uh okay with what they were on. I'd be like, no, 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 wait, hold on. I'm not siding with you guys either. Yeah, you guys are not marriage material. Uh, based off of the, his his mode of thought. Right. Like, yeah, they're not marriage material. So, and my man's kept his cool, like the, the host. And he was like, you know. Yeah, he was basically in the lion's den at that point. Because yeah. er, you have everybody else on the panel with the exception of the sex doll against it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking sex doll. Who would have thought would have been the neutral right. person in the <laughs> The in most the logical aside <laughs> <laughs> Aside from him, the sex doll was the most reasonable one there. Sex That's doll. how you know we're in clown world where like a sex doll is like it's like look to the sex doll. <laughs> the sex doll is saying shit, which is good in this point. The sex doll knows all. <laughs> Stupid. So before we uh finish off the episode, uh Milo versus Destiny. Um they had a I, I think what I will say about that debate is that it was a, a very, well, while the subject of the debate definitely wasn't a practical subject because no. like that's not going to happen. What, like the, the, the subject of the debate is whether or not the United States should be governed like a theocracy and Milo was... Debating from the standpoint that it should and the doctrine should be Catholicism. Yeah. Um, and what Destiny was saying, which was interesting for, for, for a leftist, was that people do need something to believe in because yeah. we're, we're at right now, yeah. like, it's not good. It's it's not good in terms of, of like the nihilism and everything we see. But it we definitely shouldn't go what, for what Milo is is yeah is, uh, yeah it was is propagating because with Destiny in that regard, I agreed with him a little bit more with the freedom of religion. Yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah. don't agree with with Milo's stance on on a, a theocracy because what came from that was like this the notion of, of censorship and and a lot of things that just as as an american i don't believe in yeah um but but destiny's but, definitely not the poster boy for what you want no no <laughs> as a society a cuck, you know yeah. and so for people that don't know what a cuck is he's like he lets his wife get slayed by other guys and he's cool with it yeah which uh uh jesse lee peterson i think commented on the the best on that when he said what a mess <laughs> <laughs> what a mess classic that motherfucker <laughs> we gotta start doing video content so we can use that clip um 
But now you you said because one of the things that that I brought up in pre production is like I I I mentioned how when Destiny was on the Chris Williamson podcast, they were talking about Milo, like if he had this abysmal performance. And I didn't see it that way, but you feel like Milo didn't have a great performance. I don't think he had a great performance. I don't think he had an abysmal performance. But 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 what his, what didn't you like his about packaging of the points? So, um, when he was attacking Destiny, I think it should have been less attacking. I mean, you could still attack him. I'm not saying don't attack him. Like personal. Yeah, like like you can you could get even you could even have gotten a bit personal, but but not like in in the the way that Milo did and kind of st- stood more along like like the your philosophy on shit, right? So what's so 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 attack Destiny on his philosophy on life, and so. From there, then you could have like when when uh, they were talking about uh, you brought up a good point in pre-production. That was an interesting point in the in the debate where where he was like, uh, "I don't want the American flag to like if someone has an American flag on, at their house or on their car that to you to for you to be able to assume that it's a Republican and that's how it is." Everyone looks at the left like they hate America. Everyone looks at Republicans like that, they that's like America. That's the point Destiny made. Yeah. yeah, which, yeah, that, that that's a cool point, but you're still not understanding that the left is that. So I would have just like used your own, your own argument against you, which he didn't because then when he did the, when he did the vaccine, he talked he talked about the jab. Um, he said, yeah, like when it was a jab, everyone came together, everyone did it, right? So, yes, Milo was good in attacking that part, and he, and, he, and he did a very good job. And then I would have been like, and then I would have went back to like what he was saying about the left and the right. And he's like, it's your side indeed that does this. It's your side that, it's your side that likes to censor. It's your side that, that has given rise to this woke ideology that now has taken over uh, everywhere. It's everywhere. It's in corporations and stock markets. So... This is bad. Like, package your. He went on doing good with the jab and then saying, Oh, you fucking. Your wife fucks people. It's like, you could you could get to that more eloquently, but there's still a lot of shit that Destiny just gave you for you to be able to alley oop. Alley oop. Fucking dunk. Like, and you didn't do it because it was like you were a little bit too performative. So I didn't like that. I didn't like his delivery on a lot of the stuff, because like a lot of stuff he had good points, and it's just just stick with it, you know. Yeah. Like like Trump, but, for example. But that is his style. He's very performative. Yeah. That that that's kind of his style. Um, I just felt like Destiny gave a lot of opportunity for you to be able to turn around what he was saying. So once okay, so the audience and this is another thing. The caveat is the audience was not Milo friendly. No. So your style, like you have to understand that your style is not going to be your little jokes and your sass and your quips are not gonna hit. There there were very there was a very mean spirited, childish, unsophisticated audience. Yes. And, and and to me it's like you, you came in as Milo as the uh 
the what, what was his uh what was his slogan in the the incredible fag or whatever the fuck <laughs> The, the dangerous the, faggot. Yeah, the, 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 the incredible, the dangerous faggot. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I was looking, and it was no difference between Catholic, you know. Milo. Milo to the dangerous faggot. And it's like, well, bro, like your stick with how you were before is not going to stick anymore. Like you have to now reinvent yourself. You're not in a friendly environment for your, for you, so you can't take that approach anymore. And so, and so, start to gather your argument and attack him, but like more. Mm, I don't want to say eloquently, but more. Like sharper attacks. Yeah, like like, like straight to the point, sharp attacks. Where you kind of like sometimes when you when you're questioned, the best thing to do is to turn around, and ask, answer it real quick, but then like, but. But let's go back to what you were saying about what you, what you said about what you want the American, and then and then you have miles and miles and miles and miles more, of argument. So more like more potency. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think because the way that he is, he's uh, he elaborates, and and he could be a little bit. Uh, He's definitely eccentric and 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 he could be a little bit long-winded at times. Yeah. I feel like his style it's not it's not for everybody and like well he it, and then he also he takes his time to speak like he take like you could tell that he he stops and thinks about what he's going to say. Yes, yeah. And I I I know because I like I have that too like where I'll stop and think but that's because like I I'm gathering my thoughts and and i like i'm trying to speak as clearly and as concisely as possible so but so i know that like sometimes like people they don't some people they don't particularly like that but i find that what he says a lot of what he says is pretty profound yes and it's worth listening to like for instance like the question that he was asked by the gay guy, like the gay guy was well, that told him, which the way that he went about it was like real, um, like the way he asked the question was real, like, I don't know, like petulant, like, and, and just smug where he asked Milo, uh, he's like, you know, the guy said that he's been gay his whole life and that, you know, what, what Milo Things he could do to, I guess, not be gay anymore or like yeah. not rock yeah. with men anymore or whatever. So I guess like this dude is like having some sort of like conflict within himself or existential crisis when it comes to that. And one of the things that Milo said that was interesting and Milo is one of the only people to really speak openly about that subject and well, he says he's not gay anymore, but he obviously used to be gay. But like, you don't get the science community talking about this. Nobody else has the balls to talk about this. Is he's willing to go down the rabbit hole of why a person may be gay? Yeah. And it's interesting, like what, like how he talked about how. He's like, well, one thing you first need to realize, or he told the guy, he's like, you weren't born that way. He's like, that's sort of 1980s propaganda. And he's like, there's no gay gene because we've mapped the genome 
and no gay gene has been found. Yeah, yeah. Nobody in the science community, like nobody is having that conversation. And that's, I think that's a conversation that's more interesting and prevalent now more than ever. Not because I think that there's, that there's particularly like, that I have anything like against gay people or anything like that. But now that we're in this realm of like, the Dylan Mulvaney's and like all this transgenderism and everything yeah, yeah. like that. I think at some point that's going to be a question that has to be asked. Yes. It's like what, how and why is society going in the direction that it's going? Where does it stem from? We're willing to go the route of, for all of that when it comes to like sexual promiscuity Yes. Like, for instance, like well, I've seen on Vlad TV, even Vlad, who's like nothing close to a scientist. One thing that he's discovered between talking to prostitutes, strippers and porn stars is they all seem to have some sort of sexual trauma in their past. Yes. Yeah. Studies. Is science it developmental? Has, is it behavioral? Yeah, exactly. What is this? Milo has taken that route. He's willing to go down that route. I found that I find that to be pretty profound. And so and then And life is traumatic. Like life is traumatic. Like And, and that's what he told the guy. Yeah. He was like he's like he's like what he's like if you're willing to go down that tunnel, he's like what you'll realize is that something was done to you or something wasn't provided for you. There's there was one it's one of those two things. I think that's profound. So, so to me, I guess, I guess I I might have been looking at the debate less from a debate standpoint and yeah. more of just what's being said. really just enjoying yeah. like what Milo has to say. Yeah, because he wasn't unhinged. Like how people made him seem, no, he wasn't unhinged. Not. I didn't think he was unhinged. I think he was his usual self. I just felt, I did feel that the debate. St- the debate wasn't a good debate in general. I, I, yeah, like, like I, I will say, like, I don't think like great questions were asked. No, yeah, not at all. <clears throat> Relevant questions, because like how America should be ran or not. Like, okay, that's fine. That's one question, but like, also you're theorizing shit that. Like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you on that. Like, overall, overall, there, there wasn't like. The main subject of the debate was was pretty <clears throat> irrelevant when yes. there could have been like like way greater topics. Yeah, so much to talk about. There's so much to talk about. Um, you know, I, I would have liked to to see what they thought about uh, some of the foreign shit. Like, let's see where your foreign policy shit is. I would have liked to seen <clears throat> has woke ideology bettered society or has it worsened society. Where do you stand? Because I know you have two different people on two different aisles. Yeah. I would assume Destiny's going to be like, uh, at least he's going to say some of it is good. But then that's going to give Milo like, oh, well, no, I don't think it's good at all. Or you could have asked questions like, do you feel like... Free speech questions. Like the Catholic doctrine can combat woke ideology stuff yes, like that yeah you know? that's a good question or like what what in the catholic doctrine do you feel is good to combat woke ideology yeah that would be a great follow-up question once you've already got their stance on w- whether or not what they th- is is woke ideology 
bettering us or worsening us. Then you ask that question. Then you just hear them out, and you could ask another good question. Um, you could you could have gotten into transgenderism. You could have gotten into um, what else? Masculinity, femininity, like like, because I feel like that that's prevalent with both of them. Dude, one dude's a cuck, a motherfucker who was gay, yeah, and he's not no more. So, like, some people look at them like, well, no, I think he's still gay. He's just repressing himself. And some people might be like, no, he's not gay. He's controlling his urges. Like, it depends. That that that's like like a polarizing, yeah, uh, like topic. And you get to that when you start entering the realm of gender and 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 the masculine, and the feminine. Okay, well, what do you guys think about that? Then you you could you could ask something that kind of um, I would have asked Destiny on on his dynamic with his wife, and then I would have asked Milo on his dynamic with him being ex-gay. Yeah, like kind of put them on the spot. Yeah, but I I think they win. I think they went into that podcast knowing like what the subject was going to be already. Yeah, which it's like to me it's like why pick that subject? Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, that's one thing I will say though is a lot of what Milo says and what he talks about I find to be profound. Like for instance, I remember not not too long ago actually, it might have been like towards the beginning of this year, maybe late last year, you sent me a clip when Milo when he was by himself on Timcast. Not yes. not the appearance with Nick Fuentes and Kanye. But the one where he was by himself and how he's elaborating about how he sees DeSantis. And what was interesting about that is that was way before we knew or had an idea of yeah. like who were the people in that were kind of running DeSantis's, uh, uh push for president. Like, well, we don't know if it's official yet, but... More than likely it is. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, I feel like he was like way ahead of the curve on that. Yeah. 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 I, or or I, I thought about him when uh, the the transgender, uh, it was a female, right? Yeah. Did the school shooting. As I, I remember him saying that he thought the next wave of, of, of killers or of sh- school shooters was going to be women, which makes sense if you're looking at it from the perspective of you now you're, 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 Changing your hormonal balance, yeah, to that of a man's, and, and that's still that, a woman. And when he answered the question about when the 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 chick tried to spin that all these school shooters were 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 Christians, and he's like, "No, what are you talking about? The thing that they all have in common is that they were on psych meds." Yeah, yeah. and it's like stuff like that where it's like you're not really getting from the media, you're not really getting from any of the political pundits or commentators in the alternative media he he typically speaks from a perspective it's very futuristic and 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 like a perspective you're not gonna like you don't really get anywhere else no no and and that's very unique yeah it's it's unique it's pretty thought-provoking and a lot of times it's very like future-based yeah like like, okay where i think you know like things that he might say today you're gonna start seeing unfold later yeah and so you can't discount that from a person whether you like them or not and and that's the problem with people sometimes is they when they don't like you they just don't like you i can 
like divide what you say or your art from the person. Yeah. Uh, you know, because it's like even people I disagree with can say profound things that might stick with me, that might make me think, that might make me look at things a little bit different. And I can separate that. I think we have always done that. So we're used to that. And so we're open to listening to Destiny talk about certain shit. We're open to saying that Destiny has some valid points in his yeah, yeah. in his debate. Whereas some people are incapable of that because they're gonna be like, oh, dude's a cucked out. Fuck, fuck, dude. He's a lefty. Fuck, fuck, dude. Well, that's not the way to look at things either. Um, whether you agree with a person's lifestyle or where the route that they're taking their life. Or the route that, that everything is going, you, people still have valid points they can make that can make you think and better and sharpen your mind, you know? Yeah. And so so I think that because the crowd was like anti-Milo, it just made him look worse as yeah. well. Because his style is one where if it's a neutral crowd or a crowd that's that's more open... Like in a valuetainment crowd, I think that he would have done well. Yeah. Because people are open from both sides. And on the Bill Maher show, he did well. Because people are open to at least listen to you. And so, but you have to know where you're going and, 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 and how everything is stacked against you. I am interested in the book that he's writing, the Make America Hate Again. Yeah. That was actually a lot of depth to that too. Yeah. Because he said, he's like, and I'm not talking about hating people for who, who, for what they are. Like if you're black, if you're Christian, if you're Muslim, if you're Latino, white, he's like, but once you become a person that makes your own choices, you can't hate what that person is becoming or their decisions that they're making. Yeah, I, I think, I think, make America hate again is is like, it's more, it, it's it's going to draw more attention. Yeah, such a title like that. But I think what he's more so alluding to is make America feel shame again because. Yeah. What I th the the problem with where we're at, and I've 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 noticed this for a while. Is there's like there's not a lot of shame in society anymore, and like shame is sort of taboo. Like you you shouldn't make anybody feel shame. Like if, yeah. if 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 you think like it's if you dismiss a bimbo on the whatever podcast, you're slut shaming, or no. if you don't rock with Lizzo, you're fat shaming. It's like, well, yeah, but. When did shame become bad? Isn't there a reason that shame exists? Yeah. Like, it, shouldn't there be? And it's funny because <laughs> Sandman, uh, I don't know if you saw, it was in one of the recent memes of the week. He posted this uh, this this article where this dude, like, it shows a picture of, like, this real fat guy. And, like, he lost all this weight. And he's showing, like, how skinny he is. But he's, like, in his his old pants. And, like, he's, like, holding out the waistline. And, like, he's, like, you know, to display how much weight he lost. Yeah. And uh, he said, uh, I, I changed the article said I changed my life and lost weight because my friend would, would called me a fat fuck for six weeks. <laughs> but 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 what what Sandman said in, in the memes of the week, he's like, like men who have accountability. Yeah. Shame could like do that to them. It'll be like, damn, like, 
you don't realize that like this this dude your friend actually he's telling you this because he wants you to be better like he wants yeah. you to live and then Sandman said how in this comment section somebody said yeah like I had a similar situation but in, in my friend didn't call me a fat fuck he would just tell me that I was gonna die soon and then like I wanted to lose weight but but it's stuff like that but but now like we we live in a society where you shouldn't shame anybody. You can't shame no, anybody. No. And so I feel like what Milo is, if the book is the way that he described it, it's like highlighting that sentiment of like, well, no, I'm against this and I should be okay with vocalizing that I'm against this. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, but in vocalizing why I'm against it, Maybe we can learn something. Like, yes. like basically the the exchange between Vivek Ramaswamy and Don Lemon. It's like, Don, like what you're doing is disingenuous, and 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 it's atrocious, and like you're not helping black people. You think like you're some sort of black yeah. warrior, but you're really like holding black people back. Yeah, yeah. And I should be able to say that openly. That's you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that that's how it should be. Destroyed and, him. Yeah, like I, I, I would be definitely interested in that book. Hell yeah. Hopefully he comes out with it. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, you can go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.